So who inspired you to be a gospel singer? Oh, that had to be my dad. Yeah, uh, yeah cause he was a gospel singer before I was born. And like I said, he took me with him to rehearsals and uh, that was just there. And because he was on a gospel label called Hob Records out of New York, uh, we had all different types of um, different styles of gospel. You know, so we had Shirley Caesar, we had the Caravans, James Cleveland, the Hawkins Singers. Then later along came the Winans and the Clark Sisters. And so I was just surrounded by all different styles. That's why my music, when you listen to an album, you're not gonna get just one style because yeah. I've listened to so many. So they all had a heavy influence. Chip on my shoulder. got a legend. My guest is a woman of God with multiple gifts and talents working to magnify the King of Kings through the power of her voice. My guest is originally from Boston, Mass, but spent the majority of her life in Sumter, South Carolina. Hey guys, I think she's a Jamaican and she does it all. She's a radio host, executive producer, a record label owner, author, a gospel artist. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my guest. Miss Shonda English, a.k.a. the Gospel Diva. Welcome to the Miller Experience. We have a legend today, oh, Miss wow. Shonda English, a.k.a. the Gospel Diva. How you doing, Miss English? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Well. Thank right. you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Now, before we get started, I got a question to ask you. Okay. You're a Jamaican. <laughs> I mean, you do everything. You got radio. You are author. You are artist. You got your own record label. You executive producer. You do it all. What else you do? You cut hair? <laughs> no. You do hair all that? No. <laughs> That's enough. That list right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been blessed with many gifts. I wear many hats, and it keeps me busy. Gotcha, gotcha. Tell us about Miss Shonda English. I know you're from Boston, Mass. What made you come to the great state of South Carolina? Well, Sumter, South Carolina. My father. Your father? <laughs> My father's from Sumter, South mm -hmm. Carolina. My mother's from Chiraw, South Carolina. Okay. They met in New York. Okay. And uh, he was in the military. And, um, Air Force? Army. Army, okay. And then I uh, moved to Boston. That's where my sisters and I were born. And then uh, God told him, you got to go back home. And that's how we ended up here. <laughs> now, was your father, was he in the ministry then? Mm -hmm. or okay. He was. He was in the ministry, and that's what happened. He was on his knees praying, and God told him, you got to go back home. And he was reluctant, did not want to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, when he left, it was segregated. Yeah. And you in Boston, and you know, you've got all of these opportunities. He had his own bookstore. He had a high position in the ministry, and God was like, "Yeah, you got to give all that up and go back home." So why wow. would you? Why would you want to do that? Yeah. He did not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he dragged his feet a bit, and um, he to this, you know, he never told us what it was that he saw, but God told him to turn around and look, and he looked and he saw whatever it was that he saw. He was like, okay. And so he moved all of us. We, he packed up and said, we got to go back. And that's how we ended up here. How do you feel about that? I hated that time. it. You hated it? I was a little girl, but uh, I remember my mother and my older sister, Cheryl, they got physically sick. Um, you know, homesick led to being actually yeah. sick. Uh, and I just didn't like the South because I wasn't used to bugs. <laughs> I wasn't used to dirt roads. 
Um, you know, I was like, we can't skate on this. What are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, let me tell you, it's a quick story. And I tell it every now and then. Um, across the street, there was a, you know, a neighbor. He had granddaughter, and he and, and she and I would play. And there was this big knot, like a hole in the tree. And I'm poking it. I'm like, oh, y'all, you see this worm? And so I run in the house. I said, Mom, Dad, it's a worm in the tree. And it was like, okay. Yeah. So I go back and I'm poking it, I'm poking it, and it moved. And I said, oh. and so I ran back. I said, the worm licked its tongue at me. They looked at each other, get in this house. That's oh, not a worm. Yeah, yeah. That's a snake. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. How long did it take you to get used to living in the country? You know, something South Carolina. How long did it, it take? It took you? me yeah. a while, yeah. uh, a few years, a mm. few years. Um, but you know, I, I never, I, I still, I'm not an outdoor person. But uh, yeah, it's I'm used to it now. But yeah. I still love the city. So every chance I get, uh, I go to Chicago or back to Boston. I even love Houston. Yeah. So I love the city. Yeah. Yeah, it's like me. I, I, I'm, I mean, I grew up in Manning, but mm -hmm. during my adolescent age and my teenage years and half of my adult life, early adult life, I lived in Jacksonville, Florida. So when I did come back to Manning and something, it took me a while to readjust. I'm used to that city life. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta go, 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 mm -hmm. go, go. I still, you know, I still got, you know, heavy foot on the, on the, on the um, <laughs> gas sometime in the car, but. So you're a very talented human being. At the age of three, you were singing on a kids choir? Children's yeah, choir? yeah, children's choir. Yeah at Holy Tabernacle Church of God in Christ in Boston, yeah. Massachusetts, playing my little red tambourine. <laughs> and then at five, you was playing the piano? Yeah. We, you taught yeah. yourself, right? Well, it, it was a gift from God. Yeah. Um, I was, we had already moved to South Carolina at this time. My mother and my sister, they took piano lessons. I was too young. And I was on the piano. My father used to take me with him to uh, rehearsals, you know, when we were still in, in Boston. So a lot of things were in my head, I guess implanted, you know. Um, but I was at the piano one day and realized, you know, when I move my hand, I can kind of make a melody. And I don't know what song it was. My mother said, what are you playing? And I told her, she was like, who taught you that? I was like, I don't know. Wow. And so when my father got home, she was like, William T., listen to what Shonda did. And he was like, who taught you that? I said, I don't know. <laughs> and so it was a God-given gift, and I just, it developed over time. That's amazing. Wow. So, I mean... So it didn't take you no time to catch on. You always had that voice, the angelic voice. You oh, always wow. had the skills on the piano, right? <laughs> it didn't take you no time to catch on to everything. Well, you know, it. my father was like, I want you to understand what you're doing. So he sent me to Professor Albert Linton to, you know, actually know my notes, my chords, and, you know, make sense of what I'm doing. Um, he tried to teach me how to read music and he told my mother it's not going to work because when she hears what it sounds like she's going to do it and so but he did you know he he taught me theory music theory and so i learned how to do that through him and then uh dr sandra sepulveda basically helped with vocal training um teaching me different things and i was like you know so I was introduced to the right people to enhance the gift that God already gave. This episode is sponsored by Aftermath Law Service and the Landscaping. Mowing, mulching, straw, pressure washing, and more. You can call owner Edward Brown at 803-464-7605. Again, that's 803-464-7605. Train so hard, University, where it's just not a movement, it's a lifestyle. 
You can contact myself, Excalibur Miller, on Facebook, on my Instagram, The Miller Experience, or you can contact my brother, T. Miller, on Facebook, or on Instagram, Prodigal Son 36 If you're interested in being a sponsor for Shop Talk or The Miller Experience, you can contact myself, Ernest Miller, at 803-565-9752, or you can hit me up on my email at eaenestmiller83 at gmail.com. You can also make contact with my producer, Victor Wesley of Vic West Production. His telephone number is 803-225-0021. Also, his email address is vicwestp at gmail.com. So growing up, did you, was it nothing but gospel music playing in your house? Or? It better have been. <laughs> You it can't, was, you it can't was hear the worldly music? None of that was playing? My mama say, ain't no devil music in the house. <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, they made a mistake when they came out with the Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so besides gospel, right? So besides gospel, what else, what kind of genre of music do you like? Well, I mean, now it's really just, you know, gospel. I'm, I'm bombarded with it. Growing up. But growing up, yeah, you know, I would, um, on my little Walkman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm the younger, so by the time I got to eighth grade, everybody, like my sisters were out of the house. Yeah. So I had the whole upstairs to myself. Gotcha. So I'm like, oh, you yeah. know, you snuck and did things that you weren't supposed yeah. to do. But <laughs> I would, you know, I would listen to Luther Vandross and, uh, and oh, Anita man. Baker. And, um, and then I guess I had an old soul because really i loved earth wind and fire and the emotions and i'm like that was like before my time but yeah. i loved what i heard you know and uh yeah that's kind of how i did it so who inspired you to be a gospel artist? oh that had to be my dad yeah. uh yeah because he was a gospel singer before i was born and like i said he took me with him to rehearsals and uh that was just there and because he was on a gospel label called hob records out of new york uh we had all different types of um, different styles of gospel, you know, so we had Shirley Caesar, we had the Caravans, James Cleveland, the Hawkins Singers, then later along came the Winans and the Clark Sisters, and so I was just surrounded by all different styles. That's why my music, when you listen to an album, you're not going to get just one style, because yeah. I've listened to so many, so they all had a heavy influence. Um, I think my favorite is choir music, though, Reverend Milton Brunson and the Thompson Community Singers. I love choir. I'm a choir girl. Gotcha. So, you graduated from Sumter High. Mm -hmm. You earned a bachelor's arts degree in elementary education from the University of South Carolina Upstate. Mm -hmm. In 2013, you left, you left the classroom to pursue your music career full-time and began your first novel on... Only's coffee. Only's coffee. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Tell me, first of all, was the kids that bad? <laughs> <laughs> was they bad? I mean, let's be honest. You ain't teaching no more. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, no. They were, for me, I love high school. I yeah, love yeah. the teenagers. Really? I'm not the the person. I'm not made for little kids. I don't even have kids, okay. so I'm, I'm not made for the little ones that need to be hugged and when they cry and you know they want you to kiss their boo boos. I don't. Yeah. Just not me. <laughs> just, just go on, yeah. go on, on. And then middle school, I did my student teaching with the middle school, and they just couldn't figure out. If they wanted to be grown, if they wanted to be kids, and my first, my first actual when I taught at Bates, I taught eighth grade, and that was God close. Bless. <laughs> yeah, God bless. I taught eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, they thought they were grown, and so yeah, that was okay. But when I got to high school, I said, "This is where I need to be," because you know those teenagers, they really think they're grown. 
and I and I have a smart mouth. Hey, let me tell you. So we 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 would go back to back, and uh, but they respected me. You know, they respected me because they know I'm not I'm not don't don't mess with Miss Shonda. They don't they don't, they didn't even say Miss English. Yeah. They would call me Miss Shonda, which was fine. Um, they did their work, and if somebody got out of line, I'm like, okay, you can leave by. So when you left, when you left, how long you been teaching? Oh, Before from I taught one to about five or six years. Five six years. So, what made you want to leave? Did you have an opportunity to sign a record deal? Okay, or, I tried twice. I tried leaving twice. Um, the first time I left was um, I want to say 2012, and. Uh, during the Christmas break, because I, I really wanted to pursue the music. That was why. I was getting burned out trying to teach and do the music, because uh, the music career requires a lot of uh, weekend traveling, and then you've got to prepare for that. But then on the weekends, you need to be doing your planning, your lesson plans to teach, you know? Yeah. So it was just, I was burned out. So I left, and the principal said, I need you to come back because the teacher quit. So <laughs> the kids ran off. Oh, and man. they did it two years in a row. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> See what I'm talking about? See what I'm talking about? <laughs> they did it two years in a row. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like yeah. wow. And I, you know, I told them, listen, you all have to graduate. Y'all can't keep doing this, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but they were just being, they were being real with me. They felt that, you know, that the teachers didn't have their best interests, and they knew that I cared for real. So no. that's all some of these kids need is some adult that. Yeah. To be continued. Make sure you check out the next episode. And also, you make sure you like, subscribe, and comment on my YouTube channel, The Mill Experience. And now we also on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Make sure you download. Peace.